Welcome to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. Today's episode features more book talk, so stay tuned. Hey there, I'm Tracy Carr, the Library Services Director at MLC. And I am Shelley Ziegler, and I'm a library consultant here at MLC. First thing I want to talk about was going to ask you, Shelley, what, let's talk about book formats. Okay. Uh, like audio right. and print. Large and print. ebook and large print. Let's just run the gamut. Okay. Run through how we feel about them. I have opinions. I know you I do. do. I do. I, okay. I knew it. So, and I have a story. Oh, good. Okay. So, when I was younger, this is probably about 15 years ago, um, I remember I requested a book from my public library. And it came in, and it was a large print book. And I could not believe it. First of all, I couldn't believe I asked for a large print or that I got one. And, you know, it was a book I'd been waiting on. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I obviously did not read large print because my reaction was, no, thank you. I'll (laughs) wait for the regular print. Fast forward 15 years later. I prefer a large print. It is so much easier to read. I can take my contacts out, and it's great. So large print is not just for people who are visually impaired, mm-hmm. even though I you know, do wear contacts. Sure. Um, I just find it funny that there are these um, misconceptions mm-hmm. about large print books, like I had. Right. Well, I still have that misconception. Do you? I, oh, no. We will no. Get, sometimes I will check our catalog here, and the book I want is in large print. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this. It's just a print, right? Just a, is oh it hard gosh. for you to read? Like, you know what it is? Like, I decided it's like not. Like psychologically? No, it's not, I, it's not like, boo-hoo, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that. And we it's, are the same age. Um <laughs> Well, you're going to be. No, no, I've already talked. Oh, have yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we are the same age now. I think we're just two months apart. Okay. Um, it's the font. It's okay. Arial. You know what? I hate Arial. I do know this about you. I think I do. I, think I, I, I do know this. <laughs> I have sent emails out like, do not turn in reports in Arial. I just hate it. I just, and that is what the lar- the standard large print it is. font is. It is. It looks ugly in italics. You know what? They know it's ugly in italics, so they do bold instead. They don't use italics in large print books. I know. You they know bold the words. Because Arial is garbage. That is why. A lot of people wonder why all those words are bolded. Mm-hmm. We actually got a reference question last it week was about me. it. It oh. was me. It was me. Okay. Well, we all know that now. <laughs> because I, I did not know it. Yeah. And um, yes, I'll just admit it. Well, my theory is that they know it's ugly and you can, it's unreadable in yeah. italics. And why would you build a whole empire on an ugly font? I know it's because it's easy to read. I'm gonna, and it doesn't every have... time I read a large print book now, I'm going to, because before the font didn't bother me. The bolded words bothered me because right. I didn't know what they were. Um, and you used the text service, didn't you, to answer, I did. ask that question? I did. I did. Because so we recently talked about we it. We did. So just a little plug, our reference desk is available. You can ask them questions on anything and you can call them and email them but you can also text them which is awesome because they don't know who you are 
uh, unless you confess in a I podcast. was never going <laughs> to confess. It just happened. I wasn't trying to hide. Yeah. I just wanted to know sure. if they knew. Sometimes I just wanted the answer to a question, and I don't, you know. But the number, in case you'd like to bombard our reference staff, is 601-208-0868. And I have it in my cell phone now. I do, too. Um Anyway, I want to thank the reference staff for their assistance. Um, I will pass that along. Or they can listen to this episode <laughs> and get a warm I never inside. told them it was me. I, was, I, I felt like I didn't have to. You yeah, don't have it to. was just a personal question. Yeah. So but it's the fawn. I don't it's like not, it. Okay, so it's not because you feel old. Oh, no. Okay. No. I, I embrace. Do you feel like, like you're turning the pages a lot? No, I like that. I okay. like, like, woo, I'm Because it fast makes you feel reader. like you're really. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just don't like the way it looks. Okay. Well, then this is a whole new perspective that I've never heard about There's large print. There's always a, um, when I don't like something or something doesn't work for me, it's always a surprise what the reason is. And, yeah. And I will now very carefully segue into ebooks because I have a story about. Oh, you do? Okay. About reading okay. uh, ebooks. Please, please share. Um, I don't have a moral opposition as a librarian against ebooks. A lot of people do, like yeah. print books only. Print books forever. Yeah, I mean, and I love a print book. It's my favorite mm-hmm. uh, kind because obviously, <laughs> I don't want to read those large print ones. So standard print <laughs> is my favorite. So years ago, someone gave me a, a Kindle, and they thought I would like it because hey, you like to read. Here's a Kindle. Okay, thanks. Here's what I discovered about my reading process when I. It was reading on a Kindle. First of all, I like to see where I am at all times. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah, you know, and, and it says like twelve percent. You know what? My brain doesn't think in percentages. No, if you're whole, if you have a print book, you're like, I am. I am this so far. many inches into it. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing is, I had no idea that looking at the author photo was a major part of my reading process. No clue whatsoever. And huh. You know what? They're usually not on those large. They're print not. Books either. No, they're not. But in an ebook. No. Like I, I think when I love a book, I want to look at look into the eyes of the person who created it to, to like I, I don't I had no That's idea this so was part of it. That's so interesting because I'm reading a book right now and as I'm reading it, I was like, I wonder what the and I did I looked mm-hmm. back and looked at the author. You couldn't do that if you were reading an ebook. No, you'd have to like put your thing down and then go Google the person. But you couldn't like just flip back. That is right. That throughout, is, that is but again, right. I had I didn't know that was. You didn't know that about yourself. I didn't. And I discovered this too. When I'm reading something that is stressful, mm-hmm. and every, I mean, conflict is what drives a story. Mm-hmm. If, let's say, on the left-hand side of the page, something scary starts to happen, my eye will go down to the bottom of the right-hand you side. You want to get away Just from to it. see if everyone's still alive. Oh, see, I'm like, I would be ah. like, oh. It's not flipping ahead. It's more like, okay, okay, is everyone alive? Just, is there blood And if spewing? they are, then you feel and then okay. I can, and then I can go back uh-huh. and read the scary passage, knowing that, like, knowing what the thing is that's going to happen. This is interesting And an to e-reader, me. it's so deliberate. You have to say, I am going to turn the page now. Yes. Boop. That's yeah. the sound of pages turning. Um, and I, it, it just disrupts my whole, my whole thing. I also received a Kindle uh, several years ago. Um, I asked for it, thought I'd like it, and I read approximately two books on it, mm-hmm. and I just, I just didn't like it. I don't know. I don't know if it was because I couldn't see how far ahead. I, I mean, I know you can see percentages, yeah. but it's just, I thought I would like it, yeah. and then I got it. It seems like a good idea. I don't. 
I do have the Kindle app on my phone. I do too. And listen, I have a pile of books there because the worst thing that can happen to me is to be somewhere without a book. What if I have 10 minutes to spare? What am I going to do? Look out the window and think? No, mm-hmm. I want to I want to read a book. And usually I buy um, kind of terrible books mm-hmm. for my Kindle. And you can get a lot of free cheap yes. books. The, the well, ones, I, um, I think it's Book Riot who daily sends mm-hmm. out um, a thing about either free or $1.99 ebooks. And, you know, I troll those every day and then de- spend $2 on whatever my waiting room book will be next. And it takes me like a year to read because I only read like five pages at a time. I have a story about eBooks. Do it. On, or, or on the Kindle, mm-hmm. um, Kindle app on my phone where it came in handy. Um, I was out of the country and I did run out of books to read. And all the books... That's scary. You're scaring me. All the books in this country were in Spanish. And I don't... I don't know Spanish that well. <laughs> so I started reading this horrible book, but I had a book to read. Yeah. You know, hey, and works. I ended up reading the whole book. Now, if I had not been in that situation, I probably would never have read that book. I, I, I need to know what it is. Okay. It was, <laughs> re- it's really embarrassing. I don't know why I had it on there. Okay. Do you remember the girls next door? The, the 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 TV, the TV show, show about the <laughs> okay. Playboy Bunny. One of the Playboy Bunnies. <laughs> I think she wrote like two biographies. I don't. And it was like it was Holly Madison. Mm-hmm. She's the main one. I think. Yes, and it was fascinating because it was about her relationship with Hugh Hefner. <laughs> so yes, I did read that, but. Only because I didn't have anything else to read in you know, English. I read a Debbie Reynolds autobiography that was terrible. It wasn't like the good part of her life. Like, yeah, like it, when we, she... It was like this, the thir- her third or fourth autobiography. So it was all about like... She, has, she had this huge collection of costumes and then they made it into a museum. But the, the interesting thing is like everything failed in Debbie Reynolds' life. Like she did every enterprise, like we're going to do it. Oh, that sucks. And then she'd move on and then something else terrible well, would happen. She's a story of not giving up though, maybe. You know, that, yes, I guess so. So anyway, I'm happy for the Kindle app. I don't use a Kindle. Yeah. I'm happy for eBooks. Yeah. I, look, I, I mean, want they, people to read yes. whatever way if there's a way to, I don't know, in the future, you just insert a chip in your elbow or something. Uh, and exactly. I'm, all, I'm for any format. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So we've got, um, we did ebooks, we did large print books. Mm-hmm. And I know we're about to get into it. <laughs> we are about to throw down about audio books. Okay. <laughs> audio books. So um, I love them. And the vast majority of the books I read. Yeah, uh, and it it is reading, our audiobooks. If you are in your car, even a sh- remote period of time, listening to a book is the best, and you will get through a book way faster than you think. Um, I commute about thirty minutes, thirty-five minutes sometimes, back and forth to work. Um, this is why I've read 70 books this year. Oh, I looked it up. I've so, read 36. Okay, wait a go. But and, I didn't know that was your goal for this year. 70 was your good 70 was goal. my goal. Yeah. Uh, it was, and Great, I congratulations. Have, and I've met it, so now I can stop reading. But <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to I will not, because I've already started other things. Um, 
But seriously, I would never be able to read that many books if it wasn't for audiobooks. And audiobooks bring in a different um, realm to the book. Like sometimes when you're reading it, you start putting that um, person's voice in your head and you kind of make that up. And that's great. And there's a time and a place for that. But it's also cool to have a narrator that you love, Mm -hmm. which I have a couple. And I will read books just because they've narrated them. Interesting. I know. I'm a little weird about that. I haven't found the narrator that I love yet. I, there, there is one. There's got to be. I, I mean, and th- there are some that I have. Um, I, I have read some audiobooks, but there wasn't there a story about one you started and you just you couldn't do I it couldn't. because I, the narrator. Because so I had tr- I tried a few of them and I was like, oh no, I can't. This person's voice is weird, or they pronounced. I did get through an entire book where someone, like, lilacs were throughout the book, oh, mm-hmm. and she pronounced it lilac. Yeah. And every I time remember, she said lilac, I, I was like, that's not how you say that. Yeah. That and one. she called it a gazebo, too. Oh. Which, I don't was know. Was she just, British? No. Okay. No. All right. So, after I tried and failed, I um, I had an audio version of, uh, what's that book? Atonement by oh, Ian McEwen. Oh, I love that book. Which is a beautiful book. Oh, it's a gosh. wonderful movie. Yes. I know you have opinions about um, well, I do. books and movies. But that was a good version yes, of the book. It was. That movie, they, they, they did the book justice. They did. Yeah. So I thought, okay, if I already love it, maybe then I can, Listen maybe I can it. conquer audiobooks. And this woman's voice is like creamy and melodious and British and oh it's so beautiful and then a child comes in and she did this little kid voice oh, and no. it just no. ruined everything no no um for every audiobook I read it's just funny that you say that I probably start three audiobooks and stop them really yeah yeah I don't just love every audiobook interesting yeah I do like it when it's um, an autobiography, and the and the author is reading. Yes, that, that is wonderful. That is. There's that comedian. She did the book about the the tattoo, oh the tattoo on her back. Yeah, Amy she Schumer. read her book. I loved her book. I cried. She made me it cry. Was, I know, me too. I I did not expect that. We like the we same did. book and in the same format. I know. Hmm. This is weird. It is weird. Busy Phillips's book. Is like that too. Okay, I've not, I, I don't got, really know her. I don't I got, know her business. I, about seventy five percent through, I was like, I am done with you now. Yeah. Um, but I, she reads it, and by the end of it, when it's the author talking about their life, it's like you're best friends with yeah. them. Like yeah. at the end, I was mm-hmm. like, Amy, yeah. my friend. Yeah, yeah, I know. So that does make a big a big difference. Okay, um, audio books. What um, about? Do you have a preference, paperback or hardback? I prefer paperback, and the reason is because when I I like to read in bed, yes. and if you got hardback, it's awkward. Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy if it's a long book, or even if it's not a long book, and um, just paperback is just more convenient. I can put it in my bag, mm-hmm. you know. If I have a couple hardbacks in there, that's heavy. Or if you're flying somewhere, right. you know. I'm always worried I'm going to mess up a hardback. Like, yeah. oh, oh, I smushed the, yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel that way about paperbacks because they're going to get messed up. They are. Yeah. Yeah, I have the, like, little weak wrists. And when I r- lie in bed <laughs> with a heavy book, they just get really tired, which I, um, I haven't read The Goldfinch yet because it's so heavy. It's, it's a big book. And then I bought it. The paperback. Guess what? Still heavy. Did you get the trade paperback or the little mass market the paperback? 
after I got the regular, the, the trade paperback, uh-huh. I then bought the mass market airport one. And, and I have gotten like 100 pages in. I bet it's really thick. It is, it is like, like, I don't know, it, it's like a foot long sub. But like, I will, you know, it, it's so huge. I will say, I prefer trade paperback better. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I don't, the paper is better. Yeah. I don't like that like, they, the way it feels. They actually do use cheaper paper yeah. in the mass market. That's mm-hmm. the name mass market. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so um, I prefer paperback. I, the only way I like a, oh, but if it's a library book, I do not want a paperback library book. Um, I want a hardback no. with, the, with the cover. You know why? So I can wipe it off. What is a book that everyone seems to love that you just don't care about? Well, there's several, yeah. but I'm going to just talk about one. <laughs> okay. It's Where the Crawdad Sing. I really don't like I that don't, book. I don't And care I about don't it. understand why other people like it and i actually persuaded a woman from buying it really yeah i know that that's probably bad but she asked my opinion i was at barnes and noble and it was on there um they have some weekend of the of the year where it's like all their best sellers mm-hmm. are 50 percent off so i was there and they had this huge display and um and I was looking at stuff, and I was talking out loud. And I was like, I've read that, I've read that, I've read that. And um, anyway, so she heard me, and she said, have you read this? And I said, I have. Oh, you read it? Yes. Oh, did you not read it? Read it? Oh, no. I, oh, yes. I'm, not, I'm so uninterested, oh, no. disinterested. I'm I, not reading it at all. I read it and hated it. Hmm. Um, so I said, yes, I have read it. And I said, paused and she said well my mother really likes it and she thinks I would like it and I said I don't think it's worth the hype (laughs) I said that's my personal opinion I said you know I'm not trying I did I said I'm not trying to persuade you and she said well that's good to know and she walked away hmm I don't feel bad about that no listen you're not damaging this woman's career you don't have to love every she asked me uh so I gave her my opinion I I don't know what it is. I don't know if it. I, this is like my tenth grade rebellion. Like everything, something's popular. I don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that. But I read the description and I just don't care. I don't. I, I'm uninterested. After reading it, and there's probably a lot of people out there that are listening oh, to this that love, people love this book. Love it. I really think there's, but. I think there might be something wrong with me. The reason I no. don't like it, no, but you don't have to like everything. Not enough to make me go back and read it again. Yeah, I don't ever want to be exposed to that book again. I didn't get it. I didn't like it. I'm done. Well, and I think it's being made into a movie. Probably. I think it probably will. I be. I mean, it is a huge bestseller. I know. I know. It is a huge bestseller. Anyway. That's that's mine. <laughs> I, wrote, um, I wrote it on my list. Where the crawdads saying not um, interested. I don't care if anything happens in a book as long as every sentence is beautiful. Okay, this is it, Tracy. Yeah. This is why we don't. Mm, I want something to happen. Yeah. I want it to happen fast. I want to turn pages. Yes. I don't care if it I sounds want to read beautiful. I sentence and then close the book and think about what a beautiful sentence that is. No. That, that is my ideal reading experience. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but yes. I'm happy there are people that like yeah. that because there are a lot of beautiful books out there. I think there are more books 
books, though, where things happen. Yeah, because I think I think a lot of people like that. They yeah. like a lot of action. Right. Well, Shelly and I just don't like the same books. There's very little crossover. <laughs> but, you know, there's some. Good One other know. book that I could not get through that I know that you really loved is Ready Player One. That could be an episode by, on itself. by itself. I could just come and talk about Ready Player One. Um, I believe I gave you my copy you probably to read, did. and you gave it back to me. You know what? It just wasn't my thing. How far into it did you get? I probably got 100 pages, which is yeah. about when I give up. Yeah. You know, I, I will give it a try. That's a good, a good college try. 50 or uh, 100. And then if I don't care... And then some, like, where the crawdad's saying, I'm just not touching. Um, Ready Player One is a book that I adore, and I have purchased it for people as gifts, and those, some did read it, and I had, <laughs> some did not read it. I was a little offended they didn't even try it. I think it's that 80s mm-hmm. factor. There's, I just... I like I the just, 80s factor. I didn't okay. like, I live in a bus, and it's the future other world apocalypse, whatever whatever the heck is going on. They live in trailers that's not my that are stacked on top of each other right? in Oklahoma City. Um, I believe in the movie they changed it to a different city. Um, but I love that because I thought that could really happen to us with the way we treat our environment. Hmm. I don't want to think about that. Okay, well, I don't want to, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, like, when I'm reading a book that... But, but you know, that generally, the apocalypse or future mm-hmm. times is not my jam at all. Although, it, I loved Station Eleven. Oh, I love Station Eleven. That, see, that's it beautiful. Was, well, it and was... happened. It was beautiful, and I had to get past that. Um, I loved <laughs> it. I love the beauty here. I loved it when things happened. Yeah. When like they were in the airport yes. and there's that you know all they had the old old tiny stuff that people had never seen before. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, that was interesting. I love that. That book. was action e. It was, but then it uh, was also uh, my perfect book is beautiful and weird and sad. Those that's what I'm looking for all the time. And Station Eleven did that despite the fact. That there had been an epidemic that killed everybody. And yeah, yeah, and they're traveling. A traveling and Shakespeare troop. Which not it, just a traveling group, a traveling Shakespeare I, troop. It, that was a, a rare book I that that could have all those components. In she it. has a new book coming she out. She does. And we'll talk about new books that we're looking we forward will. to in a moment. We will talk about. And the I don't new remember books. what hers is about. But um, I don't think it. I have it on my list. Yeah, but. I do have Station Eleven on my list for books that I would recommend to people. Oh, look at that! Look, um, I was going to say something about something I forgot. Oh, you! I uh, interrupted what was your I Ready Player One. Oh, Ready Player One. Um, and your I, elegy. I, 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 won't, I won't say too much because I could talk for so long about it. I just love this that there is this game that the world was playing, and this one guy I don't even know his name now. He comes in, no one no one knows who he is, and he just, well, he, he wins it. And I don't feel like I'm giving anything away because there is a movie out there. Right. Um, There's Google. Yeah, and he wins this game based on his knowledge of, you know, 80s video games and movies. And I just, 
I don't know. It was like the underdog. Hmm. Just, I don't know. And it's just, it's action-packed. You know what? I wonder if I watched the movie, if I could then read the book. Have you not seen the movie? No, because I was like, ugh, Ready ready Player One. It has the best soundtrack ever. I didn't know that's what it was. I didn't know that there was a game that a guy had to play. And if you think about video games, I don't know if you were a big video gamer when you were a kid. I liked Pitfall on Atari. Okay. So when you would go to an arcade mm-hmm. back in the day and you'd put in your quarter, yeah. it would say, right. ready, player one. Right. I just yeah. think that's great. I just love, I just love that. So uh, oh, that's it, all I'm going to say. Well, I'm just going to, there's just. I'll try it. I'll, I might try it. I may not try to read it, but I'll no, watch the movie. definitely watch the movie just because. Just so I can see what happens. It's fun. It's got a great, like I said, the soundtrack's awesome. I just. Sometimes if I, I went in graduate school, I had to read Portrait of a Lady. And Henry James is a hard Henry sell. James, uh-huh. He does not like paragraph breaks. It's like full pages of text, wall to wall. Um, I think they made a movie out of they that. They did. Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman and I saw the movie. Well, I'm, after I saw okay. the movie, I knew that there was hope at the end of those pages with uh-huh. no line breaks. Um, so I could then read the book at when I knew something will eventually happen here. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, I got you there. So, do you do you like to reread? Are you a rereader? No, really, I am not. <laughs> I I hate it. Even like a book I love, like Ready Player One, I want to reread it. That one is especially hard because I remember so much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did reread Jane Eyre. Um, but only because I read it when I was like in junior high or high school and I'm a little older now and I did reread, I think I listened to it Mm -hmm. on audio and, um, super enjoyed it, but I think that was the last book that I reread. Um, I just feel like there's, and this is going to sound silly, but there's so many books out there and there's mm-hmm. so many new titles constantly coming out that I feel like I'm um wasting your time wasting my well I don't want to say wasting my time but I just feel like well I've read you and you were wonderful and I appreciate you and thank and you now I'm yes, on. and now I'm moving like, on like thank to you next yes thank you next <laughs> so I guess that's why it kind of just I, I just can't I'm not a major rereader, but actually I have reread Jane Eyre. Um, but there, when I am like super sad and, or sick or just not feeling good, I don't want to read a new thing. You want an old friend. I want an old friend. Yeah. And I have two books that I return to what when I'm they? ill or sad. And I want to know. Yeah, they're they're you're gonna want to run out and get them right away. <laughs> Let me get my pen ready. One is called Jean and Johnny by Beverly Cleary. Okay, so, I like her. So perhaps, Beverly Cleary of. Uh, but I, I've never heard of Jean and Johnny. Of course not, because she is known for the Ramona books. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. The Mouse and the Motorcycle, which yeah. I loathe. My child uh, had to read this a few years never ago. Never read that. Ugh, it's never terrible. Read. It didn't look appealing to me, even as a kid. You know, I, I, w- I thought, has there not been a book in the last 70 years that these children can read over the summer besides and that this terrible was mouse book? for yes. your child? But Jean and Johnny. So she wrote a series of teeny bopper books in the 50s. Uh-huh. And 
so Jean is this kind of homely short girl. She's kind of poor. She has to make her skirts and the plaids never match up oh. right where she cuts the fabric and then she has to go to school with her is hem she, all crazy. Is she made fun of? No, she's ignored. Oh. She's not like um it's almost worse. She's not like targeted, but, yeah. but she's sort of invisible. Okay. So in the opening part of the book um, her best friend Elaine, her mother is. De- they've been making these wreaths for the community centers, blah blah something uh-huh. something. Yeah, and um, they're going to go deliver them to the community center. Well, there's a dance going on, and um, even though she's wearing her ugly skirt and she's like she has pitch on her hands I am right from, down, Jean from making these pine wreaths, um, <laughs> <laughs> they go and deliver them, and then they sit against the wall and they watch the the dance. And this super handsome boy Johnny. named Johnny, he's wearing white shoes, you know, white dress yeah. shoes, and yeah. she has her saddle shoes on, so she's flat-footed. He picks her out from the side, which is kind of mean and kind of cool at the same time. Like he, she's obviously not there for the dance. So she's like sitting on like she's the bleachers. That, yeah, or, she's like over to the side, yeah, like huh. a literal wallflower. And he he plucks her out, and they dance. And it's it's just so descriptive about like because she's so short, like her head is like just mashed into his coat. And she and it describes like he's what he smells like. He smells like wool and soap. And oh my god, I just I just really love this book. There's also a part where she and Elaine, her her mother gives her like a dollar fifty, because this is like nineteen fifty eight. Yeah. And they go to the supermarket and they have they buy their dinner with a dollar fifty eight down to the penny. So when they get down they get two pork chops that were maybe on their way out, you know? And they were discounted. <laughs> and then when they get down and they have four cents left, they buy two olives. Listen, I I, I could probably uh, recite this entire book. I love it. I'm telling so you, much. I wrote it down. I might listen to it. Yeah, it, my, and, and it probably won't. Uh, re- I mean, I'm not saying it, it said I read it when I was like 14 for the so, first time. Yeah, so and you, so it is a thing I have reread and reread and reread my entire life. Because you read it when you were so young, mm-hmm. are there passages that maybe you didn't understand at the time that mean no, something? No, it, it, it to was you? written for a 14. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. And, but it hasn't lost its charm. Like, I, some books, like, I, I read The Catcher in the Rye when I was 16 uh-huh. and yeah. loved it. And then I made the mistake of rereading it when I was, like, 35. I was like, oh, my God, I hate this book. This mm-hmm. is terrible. So if you loved The Catcher in the Rye when you were a kid, do not reread it. Let it remain. I read it in high school, Perfection yeah. or um, whatever you thought of it. Don't, don't. I thought it was okay. I, no, I yeah. loved it. I didn't I, love it. I absolutely uh, loved it so much. But... Not enough to reread it every so often. Um, the other book that I return to is uh, Camilla by Madeline Longle. So she is known for um, A Wrinkle in Time. That's right. That and series. The, and yeah. the series. And I don't, I'm not really a uh, science fiction kind Fancy. of gal. But she wrote a series of teeny bopper books <laughs> um, in the 60s. And Camilla is one of them. And... Um, it is just about this girl Camilla whose parents are headed for divorce and she lives in New York and so it has that that like old New York stuff where mm-hmm. she and her dad go to dinner and they you get to hear what they eat and drink That's and uh, you know she and neat. her best friend's brother start hanging out and they go to the village and blah blah you know yeah um, 
So anyway, that that's the other one that I. But but in general, uh, besides Bridget Bridget Jones's Diary, I have reread that like really four hundred times. The first one. The first one. The first, the first one, one, only. one. The other one. Because there's not, like the Edge of Reason. Bridget it's not good. I, yeah, I started that. But I I, the movie is also good. The and first one, the, first, or, okay. the second one, don't watch it all. I like the first one. Have you seen this? The third one? I didn't know there was a third okay, one. Okay, it's on Netflix. Bridget Jones's Baby. Oh no, that does not sound. No, no, good no. To me. It's actually good. It is, yeah, it is because it's bad. No, it's okay. good. It's that second one where she's like in Thailand the or whatever. Reason. That I one think was that's not good. What that's called. But um, uh, it is. It's good. You should watch it. Um, I will think about that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so rereading. I don't, you do. I do. A not, little not bit. A little. Not a, little. a whole lot, but um, okay. What right. about, so you have always been a reader? Yes. What was your favorite book as a kid? Um, Are You There, God? It's Me, oh, Margaret. Yes. Really anything, Judy Bloom, but especially that one. And I will admit that I didn't there's a whole part about I think she's Jewish Mm -hmm. and okay I didn't really get that part and so I didn't go that deep on that level what I loved about it I remember a particular part her friend comes over and I I don't know how old Margaret is I think she's She's like like 13 I was gonna say 13 and she pulls out her mom, or no, her friend. She goes to her friend's house, and her friend pulls out her mom's makeup drawer. Mm-hmm. And there's like all these you know, tubes and stuff. And so they start playing with that makeup. And when I was reading it, when I first read it, I was about that age. And I was also fascinated by makeup. Mm-hmm. They didn't wear it, but I wanted to. So the fact that they were enamored with this makeup, mm-hmm. and I just remember that there's a line, I, I can't quote it, but about pulling out this drawer and her friend putting on this like red lipstick and I could so relate to that feeling because I remember looking at my mom's makeup mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's like one of the pivotal and it's not a pivotal scene in the in yeah. the in the book but to me it was right it spoke so. to you what about you as a, as a kid did you have a book that resonated with you I like had all that? kinds oh, of books okay. I read I well my parents were divorced and so I had a, like a set of books at my dad's house that I, when I ran out of library books, then I would read, reread, reread, reread. Maybe that's why I don't do a lot of rereading yeah, now. Yeah, um, you did a lot. Like if I have four books to choose from, well, it's going to yeah. be this one again. But one was The Westing Game by Ellen Raskin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which uh, is, it's still really good. I, I yeah, maybe I am There's a, more a of lot a of people that love that book. Yeah. And I'm just, I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it. Like, I loved it. Um, and from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler. Have you read that? No. Okay. That but I know awesome everybody audiobook. else has. It yeah. probably would be it, from it, what I've heard about yes. it. But in that book, um, this girl named Claudia, I think she's 12, and her little brother Jamie run away from home. Jamie doesn't really want to run away from home, but he's got a lot of money for a kid. He's never, he has saved up his allowance his oh, okay. entire life. I was so going to ask how he got this money. <laughs> Claudia knows. That if she's gonna make it, she's gonna take. She's gonna bring him. (laughs) Yeah, and so they go to New York, and they hide out in the Metropolitan Museum of Art. They sleep in a big, you know, Tudor (laughs) bed or whatever the display bed. They bathe in the fountain. Aw, that does sound like fun. And then there's an art mystery. Oh, okay. There's this art stolen or something. I, I don't think it's stolen. I think it's like who is the real 
artist behind this oh, okay. something something. I don't okay. know, I don't remember, but it's it's great, and it and it I'm sure it would be a good audiobook. So, but those are two that I. Um, I have another one. Uh, it, it, it well, it is "Noisy Nora" by Rosemary Wells. It's a it's a picture book mm-hmm. essentially, but it's the first book that I remember. Uh, first of all, I owned a copy of it, which I don't know. I didn't own a lot of books um, as a kid, but um, I don't know if they did this at your school where. You, they would give you a catalog, mm-hmm. and you could buy Yeah, the books. Scholastic Book yes, Order. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Well, And they I, were all like 75 cents yes, when we were yes. you know, yeah, in well, elementary school. I remember ordering this book and probably a couple others, and my mom gave me the money, and she made me put it in a big Ziploc bag. A big one? Yeah. Not the sandwich no. size? <laughs> the gallon? <laughs> I don't know. That's all we had. So I had like change, you know, and um, I remember I was on a school bus and I dropped the Ziploc bag oh, and like change, like change went play. And this was the day I was supposed to buy the book and um, I was a little devastated. And um, my bus driver saw what happened and she asked me how much money had been in the Ziploc because mm-hmm. we couldn't find it. And she gave me money so I could, because I told, because I had my catalog right. in with the Ziploc because <laughs> I was so excited. And I'll never forget, I, I don't remember her name, but I'll never forget that bus driver. Yeah. Um, oh, that's yeah. And story. so anyway, yeah. I love the book too. So we've talked about books that were in our past. Mm-hmm. What, what up, are there any upcoming books that you're looking forward to? There are. There Tell are. me about it. <laughs> I really like Alice Hoffman, mm-hmm. um, and she has one coming out called The World That We Know. I do not know anything about it. I just know that I will read it because it's written by Alice mm-hmm. Hoffman. Um, Stephen King has a new book and coming out. And you're a big out. Stephen King enthusiast, are you not? I am, and I have been ever since I was a young person. My parents let me read whatever I wanted, and um, I was reading Stephen King at like 12, 13 years oh, old. okay, that explains so, it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so he has one coming out called The Institute, and it's about something about children in a school but it's not a school oh, that's just right up my that, that's just like exactly what I like so um, it might already be out um, so I'm looking forward to that um, uh, Margaret Atwood has mm-hmm. her new book The Testament do you know that's on my list to ask you about if okay. you're excited about it okay well, we got it in today oh really it's being cataloged as we speak really yes and it's in large print no oh it's not okay I mean we well, probably have it in large print yeah too, but the regular print copy arrived okay. today well The Handmaid's Tale mm-hmm. and then this is a sequel to mm-hmm. it I believe mm-hmm. okay um I have read a couple times, actually. I read it when I was younger, then I read it, like, in my early 20s. Um, I love the book. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of the, of the show. It, like, hurts me to watch it as a, as it, a woman. Yeah. yeah. It's, as hard. A, it's hard. It's, it's very um, raw. Raw. Well, a lot of things that are uh, 
Did you ever read Bastard Out of Carolina? Yes. And I saw the movie. See, that I couldn't was, do both of them. Well. I read it and I was like, I'm not watching that movie. It will tear you apart. It will. And I can only experience pain yeah, one way. You'll have to like watching. lay in bed for a couple days afterwards. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. But that's um, how I feel about The Handmaid's Tale, the TV yes, show. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I lived through the book. And I don't want it anymore. Yeah. I think I watched the first season of the TV show. And I know it's it's very well done, very well made, but I just can't bring myself to watch it. Um, so I would like to read this, um, this one she has coming up, The Testaments, mm-hmm. but... I'm not sure if I'll read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I'm worried that it will be too much for me. Right. But I would like to start it mm-hmm. and see. So I'm excited about that. And then there is a um, kind of a thriller horror, horror book coming out called The House of Brides by Jane Cochran. And, again, I don't know much about it, but I just know there's a lot of hype about it. Sounds so exciting. Uh, I like hype. So, yeah. What about you? What kind of upcoming books are you looking forward to? Well, the new Ann Patchett book, The Dutch House, it just came out, and I'm looking forward to that. I like some Ann Patchett. I don't like like uh, Commonwealth. I liked it okay. I did not like that one, but I really liked, I wrote down here, State of Wonder. Did you read See, State of Wonder? Is that the one? Is that the the opera one? No, it's not the no the opera one. Oh, it's one. Bel Canto. Yeah, Bel Canto. I tried that one. No, it's like where they're on an island, yeah. and um, I don't know. Like it's it's so interesting it's, how like all of her books are totally. different. She's all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I do want to read the Dutch House, um, the new Elizabeth Strout book that features Olive Kittredge again. We, well, this is where we we part ways again. No, I want to read it. But you I didn't mean, like you didn't like Olive Kittredge though. I liked the, the book was fine, but I liked the miniseries. I see. I, I found the miniseries. I haven't made it all the way through. Oh, wow. Well. Because it's so painful to watch. It's just so. It's, it's not that it's, it's. It's so well done, it is well and done. you can see the like the strife and the agony and yes. and the characters. Um, in the boy that's in the car that's going to kill himself. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not a spoiler. Um, but I do want to read the... Um, Olive Again. Olive Again. I was going to say yeah. It's Olive. Um, Olive Again. <laughs> it's Olive. It's Olive. Um, and I actually had an arc of that book. And um, I misplaced it. I know. I'm... I put it down at a conference, and then it was gone. So, too bad. Well, that one's coming out, and one that um, the new Colson Whitehead book, The Nickel Boys, I loved The Underground Railroad. I thought it was brilliant, and so I'm... I'm I did not like The Underground I, Railroad. I remember this. This is, this is I think we're, the, <laughs> we're a good team to talk about books, because we just don't always like the same ones. But anyway, I checked it out, and when I'm done with what I'm currently reading, City of Girls, um, I will be reading The Nickel Boys. And then, um, did you read uh, Homegoing by Yag? Yes, I did. And I loved it. She has a new book coming out next year. I don't have any details except uh, someone, I don't know. I I, I forgot now uh, what it's about. Well, I look forward to that. Um, But I'm really looking forward to her book. I was surprised that I liked Homecoming or Homegoing? Homegoing. I'm surprised that I liked it because I kind of start. I I, I think I had an arc of that one. And I kind of just read, you know, starting it just because. If you can read the first like two chapters mm-hmm. then you see 
Oh my gosh! Yes. You see the, kind of where exactly, it's going. Where, where mm-hmm. the structure of yeah. it is everything. Yeah, the structure is is wonderful. Like seeing like oh oh this is this is how this book is going to mm-hmm. unfold. But I, those those are really the only ones that I, I well, are on the, my on my list. Those are some those are some good ones. Well, Shelley, it has been super fun. It's always fun talking, talking to you because I learn these. Well, first of all, I learn sometimes that we do like the same thing, right? And then I love it when we don't. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Stacks and Stories. We hope you'll join us again next time, and we encourage you to visit your public library often.